Oh, UFC 274. All right. So, this fight, this, uh, I'm not going to break down the whole card. I'm just going to break down the three main events. All right. And that's just it because, um, these three main events have a lot to unpack. Um, so we'll start with the first one. Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson. Um... If this fight happened when Tony Ferguson was at the top of the heap, I would say Tony. Actually, in all fairness, even if, actually in all fairness, even if this fight happened when Tony was at the top of the heap, I would, I would honestly tell you, I don't know. Because, for one, even though Tony Ferguson is extremely durable and is extremely unorthodox. Michael Chandler has the type of power that can change the whole, the whole course of the fight. Um, if you've seen his fights, it, yeah, he has that type of power that changes the course of everything. And, um, if you don't believe me, just look at his highlights. So definitely I would say, I don't know this fight now, you know, this, this fight, so definitely if this happened back then I would say out I don't know but now um I mean there's a good chance Michael Chandler might win it man I mean all that damage that Tony took you know I mean the fight you know the fight that Tony had with Justin Gagey fights like that take things away from you you don't get and you don't get those things back and definitely sorry it's late where I'm at but definitely Tony had you know tony had large pieces of himself get taken away by justin gagey so you know i mean michael chandler is i mean michael chandler most is more likely the logical option if you're a betting man to win this fight but the thing is is but the but the thing is is even though michael chandler is the more it, it has the bigger possibility of winning, it's not as probable. And the reason why it's not as probable is because Michael Chandler has a very bad habit of making bad decisions. All right. Um, the Justin Gagey fight, hell of a fight. One of the best fights of the year of 2021, but it was a bad decision. He shouldn't have tried to go toe to toe with Justin Gagey. He should have been technical and more smart. Even his corner told him, you know. Stop trying to stand and bang. You're you're smart. You you're better than this guy. You don't need to stand and bang. You're better than this guy. You're more technically sound. You can beat this guy. You know. And um, of course, well, you know. But that's not what Michael Chandler did. He didn't listen to his coaches, and he didn't fight the fight that he should have fought. Um, when he fought Charles Oliveira, same thing, you know, he had Charles Oliveira on all fours, he could have easily posted on the head and punched him and finished him, didn't do that, he just swung wild, so, and this is in the, and these are just two of the recent examples, there's been other examples where, like I said, he's made bad decisions, so, like I said, even though it's more possible for Michael Chandler to win, it's not as probable due to the fact that, he makes bad decisions so if anything you know 
if you're a betting man, you know, it's kind of like you kind of put more, you have a, so if you were a betting man, you, you kind of have more of a chance, you know, winning some money off of Tony Ferguson just because of Michael Chandler's track record, you know, but like I said, we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, we'll see. I don't know. It just depends on the type of, it depends on the Tony Ferguson that we see that night. It depends on the decisions that Michael Chandler makes. And it depends how Tony holds up against that power. You know, I mean, Michael Chandler has really devastating power. And we know that for a fact. So, I mean, I mean, it was a miracle he was holding up against Justin Gagey. But, I mean, I like I said, you know, when, when you take the amount of, when you take that amount of damage that he took, I mean, it's hard, you know, you know, that does, that doesn't just get repaired, you know, that doesn't go away, all that damage stays with you, so there's a good chance that when Michael Chandler hits him, he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, feel the negative effects of that, so, but we'll see in that fight, we'll, we'll see, very exciting fight, I, I honestly, I think, I see it being a very exciting fight, regardless, you know, I do see it kind of being a back and forth, but it all depends on the Tony Ferguson that we see, and on, and on Michael Chandler's decision making, and that's really what it comes down to. Um, Rose Namajunas versus Carla the Cookie Monster Esparza. Okay, so there's a lot of people that are saying Rose is going to win just due to the fact that you know they haven't fought each other in so long. Rose has fought you know some of the bigger names, and Carla she hasn't really been fighting that has been fighting the bigger names. The thing is this, it's like, the, the, thing, the thing is this, when you look at the resume, yes, Rose has fought the bigger names, but Rose has fought the tougher fights, all right? There's a difference between the bigger fights and the tougher fights. Rose has fought the bigger fights. Carla Sparza has fought the tougher fights. And if, and if any of you know, the bigger fights and the tougher fights don't go hand in hand, all right? And so that's a big telling thing. Another thing you have to also consider is, you know, like I said, Carla Sparza, wealth of experience. Like I said, personally, I always said it, and I'll say it again, Tatiana Suarez should have gotten the title shot. Rose should have never gotten the title shot. But that was, like I said, business politics that's how it is but um Carla has been you know building herself up she took a hard road she had a tough climb and she got her spot so where Rose it's kind of like you know Rose she she's I mean she shot her way back up to the title picture very fast you know by fighting the fights you know that you know by fighting the fights that you know made her look good and got her to where she was at no discrediting her skill she's by far very skilled and she displays it but you also have to understand a lot of the opponents that she's looked great against were opponents that stylistically benefited her you know um you watch her fight with jessica andrade you know very close decision, you know, a lot of people thought Jessica Andrade won that fight based off the damage, but if you, but, but, but if you watch both those fights, you know, if you both watch those fights, both the first and the second one, Jessica Andrade, 
you know, in both the first and the second one, Jessica and Drod gave Rose real problems. You know, Rose had a very difficult time keeping Jessica and Drod, he, he, controlling the pressure, keeping Jessica and Drod off of her. She had a hard time dealing with the grappling and the roughhousing that Jessica and Drod was putting on her. And if you watch her fight with Carla Esparza, the first one, and if you watch... You know, her fight with Carolina, you know, Kasowitz, you know, it was the same thing. They got her in that clinch. They roughed her up. They got mean, you know, they, they roughed her up. They got mean and they, you know, she couldn't, she couldn't flow. She couldn't be open. She couldn't flow. When Rose is not allowed to have the space to work and be free flowing and you make it a very dirty, rough fight. She has problems. She she has genuine problems, and that's what Car that's how Carla beat her in the first fight. She just got in the inside and roughhoused her. You know, same thing with you know Carolina Koswitz, who did the same thing. You know, got you know she got in the clinch. She got Rose in the clinch and just roughed her up. You know, and that's how Jessica Andrade beat her. You know, got her in the clinch and roughed her up when she when when she. <laughs> You know, she, you know, roughed her up when she gets into the clinch with fighters. And, and that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. When she gets into the clinch with fighters and they make it rough, she has she has problems. But when she's allowed to have all the space to be open and free and pick her opponent apart and, and be free flowing, she could land her submissions very well. You know, she, she could land her submissions and techniques very well. But when you get but when you get in her grill and you make it a rough fight, she has genuine problems. And another thing you also have to consider is when you look at her losses the body type of her opponents also play a factor. You know, all her opponents that she's beaten, you know, they all her all the opponents that have beaten her, they were all short, stocky, strong, you know, strong on the inside. Short, stocky, strong in the clinch. You know, of course, you know, yes, Sangway Lee was a short, stocky fighter, but that was because of a stylistic, but that was but she won that fight because of style, because of a style because of styles. It wasn't because of, you know, fit. It wasn't because she figured out how to deal with the physicality of short fighters. That was mostly because Zhang Wei Li had style, you know, matched up well with her stylistically. Yeah, that that was a case of styles. That wasn't a case of physicality, you know, or Rose figuring out how to overcome her weakness. You know, the styles, you know, Zhang Wei Li's style matched up well for Rose to where she could easily avoid that and that's and that's how she won both fights um but like i said even in but like i said even in that second fight there was moments where rose were was in a clinch and she had some difficulty you know she has issues with short stocky fighters who are strong in the clinch you know and if they make it and if you get if you get in if you dig your head in her chest and you make it rough for her she has problems so you know um for Carlos Sparza, she's got to do. She's got to. She's got to do what she did the last time. She has to make it rough. She's got to make it rough on Rose. She's got to make it rough. She's got to get. You know. She's got to make it rough. She's got to make it dirty. She's got to be violent and just. You know. Make Rose. You know. Make Rose pay. You know. And Rose. She's got to. You know. She can't. You know. She's obviously learned from her mistakes the last time. So. You know. Of course. I'm pretty sure she's corrected those mistakes. But she has to be. 
like I said, she's got to stay. She's got to keep the fight clean. She can't allow this fight to get dirty. She has to keep the fight clean. She has to find ways to mitigate the pressure. I mean, that Carlos Barza would put, will put on her. Um, I don't, I mean, which will be interesting to see because she had all, she, because when she fought Jessica Andrade the second time, she had a very difficult time trying to deal with, she, she still had a difficult time trying to deal with Jessica Andrade's pressure. And, you know, and she still had a difficult time trying to deal with Jessica Andrade's pressure. You know, even though she won the fight, you could tell she still showed extreme difficulty when opponents put a lot of pressure on her and made it rough. So, yeah. Exactly. So Rose has to keep it on the outside. Yes. Rose has to keep it on the outside. See, it's not even keeping it on the outside. Rose has to keep the fight clean. She has to keep the fight clean and technical and, and she has to keep the fight clean and technical and nice and smooth. And if she can't, she has, she exact, I mean, sorry. She has to keep the fight both clean, technical, and nice and smooth. And if she can't keep the fight clean and technical and nice and smooth, it's going to be a very, you know, it's she's going to have a rough night. So this really comes down to imposing, you know, it, so it really comes down to, you know, clean and smooth versus dirt rough and dirty. You know, clean and smooth versus rough and dirty. Who can impose you know, what game and who will have success at it. Um, that's what the, that's the case in that fight. I mean, a lot of people are riding on Rose to win. I mean, I wouldn't be too sure. Just like I said, off the body type and the style, it may be, it, it, it'll be a rough night for Rose. I, like I said, I don't, that's, that's a coin toss fight. That that's a coin toss fight. A very big that that's a very big coin toss fight. You know, very big coin toss fight. Um, a lot of people also, like I said, also they're ignoring all the experience that you know Carla Sparza has and all the experience that she's been gaining. That's a big one, and you know, so we'll see. Um, Justin Gagey versus you know Justin Gagey versus. Charles Oliveira for the lightweight title. All right, so this is an interesting fight. Um, G Charles Oliveira has pretty much the he. Charles Oliveira has the John Jones problem. Like he has what they call the John Jones problem. He is tall, lanky, with a grappling base, and and long reach and that's a problem because if you stay on the outside you'll have to deal with that long reach but if you get on the inside well they'll just go right back to what makes them strong which is their grappling and that's the case with Charles Oliveira which is why he stands tall with his high guard and then walks forward and just continues to walk forward regardless because he knows people are afraid to go for that takedown because he can easily just turn into grappling mode almost instantly and just solely rely on his jiu-jitsu. You know, that's why guys, you know, they don't try to take him down. They're afraid to take him down. You know, it's like the same with John Jones. That's why guys, you know, were afraid to wrestle him or try to wrestle him because they knew his base was wrestling and they knew if they got in that clinch, he would they would get out wrestled. They'd get beat. So they stayed on the outside. Um, 
for Justin Gagey, you know, he's a wrestler. He doesn't use his wrestling, but he uses wrestling offensively. He doesn't use his wrestling defensively like most guys do. You know, he uses wrestling in an offensive manner. And, you know, and that may work against somebody like Charles Oliveira. You know, a guy who uses his wrestling as a form, you know, a guy who uses his wrestling as a form of, you know, as a, as a, as a form of offense. And I'm not talking about, you know, just typical, you know, shooting for doubles, but I'm talking like picking up a guy and slamming him, you know, grabbing his legs and then doing like a cartwheel kick and land, cartwheel kick when he's on the floor. Like he uses his wrestling and in a complete offensive manner. Like there's no, it's not just takedowns. It's a takedown. I'm going to pick him up and slam you or I'm going to like a, do a spin kick right on top of you as you're lying on the floor. So that, that's what I mean. And that, that may prove that, that may prove to be very effective against Charles Oliveira, you know, because to deal with someone like Charles Oliveira, who's a very good grappler, you have to be violent. You can't grapple with him. You you have to be violent. You have to punch. You have to slam. You have to dig your head into his face or drive your chin into his eye socket. Like, you have to be violent. You can't just grapple him. You have to punch him. You have to punch him in his face, slam him, rough him up, you know, things like that. And that that's the case. So... And seeing as Justin Gagey uses his wrestling to be violent, that may work, you know, if he chooses to do so. Um, another thing for Justin is his power. You know, we all know Justin has amazing, we all know Justin has incredible power. And we've seen what happens to guys who get hit by them. They, they are, they, they either break down over time or they break completely. But Justin Gagey has very fight ending power which you know could very which could very instantly change the dynamic of the fight you know you you have to understand Charles Oliveira has taken a lot of damage okay in his past two in his he's taken a lot of damage in his past two fights he's been dropped multiple times by Michael Chandler he's been dropped by he's been dropped multiple times by Dustin Poirier Get, getting dropped you know like I said, the, when you're taking, when you, you know, you can, the human body can almost take so, and, and like I said, the human body can only take so much damage, you know, that chin can't, that chin isn't going to hold up forever. And, you know, and yes, he was able to, and after going through two hard punchers, you know, that, you know, and after surviving two hard punchers, that's going to wear on your chin and going up, you know, that's going to wear on your chin. And it makes it even more concerning when you're going against the, another hard puncher in Justin Gagey, you know? So, you know, that's a, that's a big question is, you know, how much of the damage that Charles Oliveira received will affect him in this fight, you know, and will he be able to hold up against Justin Gagey's power? Because, yeah, he was able to hold up against Michael Chandler's power and, you know, Dustin Poirier's power, but, you know, once again, you know, everybody's power is different, and Justin Gagey's power is very different. So that that's a big question, you know. 
you know that you know after all that damage he received will he still will he after all that damage he received will he still be able to hold up another big factor coming into this fight is the low kicks Justin Gagey has some of the nastiest low kicks and you know you know has some of the nastiest low kicks and he can throw them both in and out of the clinch and so Charles Oliveira he does have great kicks himself but if he doesn't check those kicks or try to, you know, nullify those kicks, you know, he's going to have a hard time, you know, imposing his game, especially if it hits the floor. You know, he's going to have a difficult time trying to grapple. You know, if, if any of you train, you know how it feels to grapple with one limb, with, with one limb out of commission. You know, it's difficult. So, I mean... That's a so that's another factor coming in is you know the low kicks you know and you know the low kicks how will how will he hold against the low kicks and the, another thing too is like Charles Oliveira another thing too is Charles Oliveira does a very good job of body attacks you know he does a very good job of body attacks and I noticed that in his fight with Dustin Poirier he he never really tried to touch the head he went right at the body and you know Justin Gagey he's hard to put away on the chin but no one's really touched his body and if Charles Oliveira attacks the body like he did with Dustin Poirier that could help take away some of the power and you know take away some of the steam you know the key the key for Charles Oliveira is he has to back Justin Gagey up Justin Gagey does not do well when he's on the back foot you know when you're constantly pressuring him and forcing him to fight backwards he has problems I mean he fought backwards against Tony Ferguson but that was you know but well he didn't really fight backwards against Tony Ferguson he you know he fought you know he didn't fight backwards against Tony Ferguson you know he fought he fought angles he 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 fought more at angles than really backing straight up, you know, but once again, you know, you know, but once again, if you keep the pressure, but, if, but, but once again, if you keep the pressure on Justin Yeji, it'll force him to back straight up and he can't turn or pivot his way out of things like he did with Tony Ferguson, Tony Ferguson, you know, Tony Ferguson was putting pressure on him, but he wasn't putting a direct pressure where, you know, Justin Gagey, he couldn't couldn't turn or pivot out you know he couldn't turn or pivot out Khabib did that pressure and we saw what happened he couldn't turn or pivot out whatsoever so you know if Justin Gigi if, if Justin Gigi does start to get backed up he can turn and cut angles to get him out of the position and maybe even counter punch Oliveira to where it creates that distance and it, it, it alleviates the pressure but if Charles Oliveira keeps enough pressure on him but if Charles keeps enough pressure on him to where he can't to where he can't angle out like he usually does you know he you know Justin Gagey's in for a long night and that's that's a thing too like Justin Gagey says he's never going to back up I mean we'll see you know because if Oliveira starts landing those body attacks that's you know that's going to be a problem I mean Justin Gagey has you know, Justin Gigi does have a chance to win, and so does Charles Oliveira. Like he has a huge chance to win as well. But I don't, I don't know, I don't know who's gonna win this fight. I mean, it, it'll be very interesting to see how this fight goes down. Um, you know, Charles Oliveira is very confident. 
You know, he wants to shut people up. And Justin Gagey, he's even more confident. He thinks he'll break Charles Oliveira. I mean, it. like I said, it, it pro- <sighs> this fight, I think, really comes down to who breaks first. That's really what this fight comes down to. Who breaks first? Because both guys are going to come forward. They're going to try to back each other up. They're going to hit each other with very, you know, damaging shots. You know, like I said, Charles Oliveira is going to use his reach. You know, he's going to use his reach. He's going to use that front kick, those knees, that clinch work. You know, Justin Gage is going to use his low kicks, use his powers, use his angles to tag Charles Oliveira. I mean, if it hits the ground, it'll be one of those fights where Justin Gage will use his wrestling you know, offensively, and, you know, Charles Oliveira will use his jiu-jitsu to try to counter it, um, but I don't think this fight will go to the ground, I don't really see it going to the ground, I see it being mostly stand-up, and if, you know, with maybe it hitting the ground once, so, I mean, we'll see, I mean, we'll, we'll see, but, uh, this will be an interesting fight, this whole card's a very interesting fight, uh, this whole card has got very interesting fights. Um, so be there, be square. I don't care how you watch it illegally, legally, but you don't want to miss it.